Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Happy Tuesday, and welcome to episode 326 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, where tonight we'll be talking a little bit about Uncharted's box office and how it was a surprise opening weekend, a surprise hit one could even argue. And we'll also have our general movie talk box office discussion as well. So before going any further, please make sure that you smash that like button, light up that fire button if you're watching over on Odyssey. And also make sure that you are subscribed to the channel with that bell notification turned on. That way you know every time a new video or live stream goes live on the channel. Thank you again, everyone, for understanding uh, me not being here this past weekend. I was on the road. So thank you very much for uh, being patient with me, uh, whether you are members of the giveaway channel on Discord, whether you are just a, a general member on the channel. Uh, thank you again for, for understanding uh, not being able to offer those streams. Let's go ahead and say hello to some people who we have in the chat. Um, and before going ahead with that, I will say that uh, some people were freaking out a little bit saying, is there a stream? Is there not a stream tonight? I will always let y'all know if there is ever a chance or a possibility that a stream may not happen and I will definitely post on the main socials so places like the discord and twitter etc um, whether or not a stream has to be cancelled last minute so if you heard nothing uh, then assume that the show is going to be going on and I'm just falling behind because of different familial obligations which is what happened tonight had to take care of baby Thor as the wife had to be in the office today dealing with various things there. We got Mark Leseth in the chat. Hail to you, good sir. He says, first, well, congratulations. We got Mr. Roy in the chat. Hello to you, Mr. Roy. Thank you very much for being here. Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota hockey fan. What is going on? Thank you very much for being here. We got Tina B, Empress of the Universe, in the chat. As she reminds everyone as well, make sure you put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin, no matter what platform you are watching on, if you are trying to get my attention, if you want a comment or question read aloud, that is all I ask. Of course, you can also super chat or donate via Streamlabs because screw YouTube. Uh, YouTube don't get none of that Streamlabs donation in your comment still gets read on air and also there is still a little notification that pops up for it too all right uh over on honesty we've got a few people watching over there we got the r saying greetings fearless leader well thank you the r appreciate uh appreciate your love and then thunderduck then says service odin serve us yes i will i will do the very best that i can we got Luca. What's going on, Luca? Thank you very much for being here today. I appreciate it. Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington. What's going on? Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington. Bruce, also in the chat. The Master of Gaming is here. Hail to you, James Hurley. Also in the chat. Luca, who's a member, says, So I rested my eyes for an hour or so while listening to Clamavi de Profundus. It was very refreshing. Very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, as Bruce has got the good vibes going on. We got the K-Man. What's going on, K-Man? Thank you very much for being here. Gary Banjo Sandwich says, and tags to say, Uncharted was at best a national treasure ripoff. Yes, I, I mentioned that in my review. I mentioned that also in the uh, commentary on the box office. That, that, I think, is one of the best descriptions for it. 
is that it is very much derivative of National Treasure. And so I, I think that's the reason why, for me personally, why I was more drawn to it, why I, I ended up enjoying it, and why I think a lot of other people are enjoying it as well. It's, I think, why the film is is doing very... Uh, why the film is doing very well in comparison to what the original projections were for it. Uh, again, the three-day domestic was projected opening weekend to be around $30 million, and it ended up making $44 million, which, which, again, doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when you look at that percentage-wise, right, the difference between 30 and $44 million, that's a pretty large percentage discrepancy there. Uh, and so if that type of discrepancy continues on, you then have to apply that or at least get close to applying that to the uh, to the long-term, long-range forecasting. And if we see a similar discrepancy there in that positive direction, then we're talking about a film then that will likely get to uh, well over $100 million domestically and have a pretty good chance at, at $300 million plus at the international market when everything is brought together. Some people were saying upwards of 400 to 500 million. The 500 million is a little bit too much for me. Uh, they justified it by saying, well, remember, it's getting a China release. That's right. It's getting, unfortunately, a China release. They made a deal with the CCP to get that film released there. And so, therefore, they are expecting some big dollars from it. But I don't really know exactly how well a film like this is going to play there, to be perfectly honest. Really, it, it could do really well. It could be not as well. Uh, or it could do not as well. So I think for me, 500 million is just a little bit too high, a little bit too high for a film like this. But again, who knows? Again, that that China factor is always uh, incredibly interesting at the very least. Kili Chow, what is going on? Thank you very much for being here. Uh, Luca then says, well, forecast says that it'll rain here in T-Roll in an hour or so. Yeah, we've been dealing with rain here in uh, Tennessee pretty much all day. And unfortunately, it's not a front coming through so it's it's gonna be rainy over the next several days and then finally a, a front's gonna come through and it's gonna get nice and cold again but it's sad uh gary banjo sandwich says uncharted more like uninteresting yeah and again i can totally understand why people would feel that way it is definitely not bringing anything new to the table but i think that if you are someone that can sometimes like uh or can sometimes are drawn to standard adventure, action adventure fare, and you happen to like Tom Holland. Again, I think this is especially true for those that are not fans of the game, people who have no real understanding of the source material. I think that it's got enough there to keep most people entertained. Again, I don't think it brings anything new to the table. I, I don't think that it brings anything revolutionary. Again, it uses a lot of tropes that have been done in a lot of other films, a lot of other better films, but at the end of the day, I do feel like it has enough of that entertainment factor that's going to make most, especially normie audiences, pretty happy. And it's clearly motivating at least enough people to come out much, much more than what it has uh, projected to do. So I think that that is definitely going to be an interesting thing to follow going on and going forward. Uh, Andrew Hoyle. Ahoy, good sir. He says, got this, Mead and X-Ray Girl on Twitch on the go. Dang, three streams at once. I don't know how you could handle that. Fear FEMA, what's going on? Uh, Andrew Hoyle, it's purple. It's actually purple as we are in the season of Septuagesima, still in the season of Septuagesima, our preparation for the Lenten period. Uh, Mark Lizette says, in the movie Marry Me, there are dancing priests and nuns when J-Lo sings Take Me to the Church. You need to review it. Oh, my goodness. No. No, no, no. You've just now given me every reason 
that I could ever possibly need to put my foot down and say never. I I cannot ever watch this. That sounds terrible. No thank you. <laughs> Cuz that 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 to me would trigger me. That that would trigger me and cause almost levels of PTSD uh because it would remind me so much of so many of the modern issues going on right now in the church. Um and, and, and why things are as bad as they are uh, from a liturgical perspective. Alice McCarthy, what's going on? Good, sir. He says, howdy, Odin. How's it going? How's Thor? I saw the Kingsman. I thought it was pretty good. Of course you did, Alex. Of course you did. Now, again, to be fair, I have not watched it yet. It is in my queue on HBO Max, so I might give it a shot. But I've heard some pretty terrible things about it, which is why I'm not surprised that Alex McCarthy not only said that he enjoyed it or thought it was fine, he said, I thought it was pretty good. Does that mean that it's one of your favorite films of the year, Alex McCarthy? Not to call yet, but I feel like it needs to happen. Uh, over on then, uh, over on Odyssey, Thunderduck says service is Bavarian for hello, goodbye. Also using Austria. Interesting, good sir. Let's see. Master of Gaming says I'm not surprised Uncharted overperformed. It's based on a popular video game and it's a fun movie with no agenda. Well, I think that there are some people out there that might fight you on the agenda part. I- I'm not one of them. I think that there might be a couple of things in there, uh, but for the most part, it it, it stays. I would say it stays pretty even keeled. Uh, that being said, uh, you mentioned in the popular video game. I don't think that a big portion of the audience, though, is the video game crowd. I really don't. And a lot of it, I think, is because of the fact that you have this very clear, common understanding amongst hardcore fans, right, video game fans, that refuse to accept Tom Holland and can't see Tom Holland as the character of Nathan Drake. And so I don't know how much of the video game crowd specifically is going to actually go out to see this film because of that. So it it very well could do uh, some numbers there, but I would not be surprised if the biggest portion of this audience are people who just like general, generic action-adventure films and people who happen to be fans of Tom Holland. I think that that is probably where this is getting a lot of its attention from and a lot of its success on. Uh, Orange Air Reviews! Indeed, Odin was on the road again. Yes, I was on the road again. Candy T, what's going on, Candy T? Thanks for being a member on the channel. I very much appreciate it. It's been seeing you in the comment section talking about Uncharted. Uh, Luca says, it's true. I was a little bit of a drama queen. I'm, I was a little bit of a drama queen tonight. Yes, yes, indeed. Joey Horn, what's going on? Good, sir. Thank you for being here. Uh, we also have Gary Banjo Sandwich saying, 2202-2022, the Palodrome Day. For me, I just say, no, it's the 2-2, it's the 2-2-2-2-2 day. That's what I say. It's the two for the month, two two for the day, and then two two for the year. That's how we do things here in America. Um, <laughs> but no, it was funny because uh, one of the things that we do at school is we have these passes where 
if a student it's during the lunch schedule where it's kind of like a study hall so if they need to go to another teacher we fill out these forms and so the first one that i was filling out uh i put the date on there and it, it like took me just a second i was like oh my goodness i didn't even realize it, t- it took me until that moment to realize that it was two slash two two slash two two it was crazy 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 uh sherry allen what's going on how's baby thor and wife doing can't forget the puppies are they oh they're great they are sleeping Right, so I got a river at my feet right now. She is sleeping, and then Willow is in one of the beds behind me, and uh, she is also sleeping as well. They are they are very calm. They're much calmer in the evening than they are in the morning. If you watch any of the videos, you know how excited and crazy that they can get uh, in in the evening. But they're doing well. Baby Thor also doing well. Uh, he had a rough weekend because he was on the road, right? So he was dealing with a different time zone. His whole nap schedule was completely out of whack. It was really bad. Uh, but he slept like a champ last night, slept through the night, finally got his full night of sleep and, uh, and then went down, uh, finally was able to go down at the time he's supposed to go down for, for, for evening. So yeah. And again, remember, if you're on any platform, any platform, whether it's Odyssey, whether it's DLive, whether it's YouTube, wherever, put at Odin at the beginning of the comment if you want that comment to be read aloud or if you have a question that you want to be read. Otherwise, I will ignore it. It's not to be mean. It's just to keep myself somewhat sane. Uh, Orange Review says, going to be listening to the background. Got to get some Star Wars reading done before OG Star Wars discussion on the 28th. Very fun. Very, very fun. Well, speaking of that, I've been picking up a lot of stuff lately. So I've been picking up a lot of movies. I've been picking up a lot of books, too. Went on a crazy uh, a book buying uh, binge. I-, I went to my local used store for, for movies and, and for books. And I was hoping to find a treasure trove of stuff. Could not find it. Could not find a lot of stuff. I, I, I put a picture out on the Discord, and there really wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, the best thing that anyone said, uh, it was uh, Quarter Black Garrett. Shout out to Quarter Black Garrett. Uh, he said, oh, the Han Solo trilogy is pretty good. But they only had two out of the three books. And so then I looked up how much the set would be new, and it was one that was like comparable. But the other thing that I was able to find, or rather, I did not find any of these on or at the used bookstore, but then I found on Amazon through the marketplace there, uh, all nine of the X-Wing series books for about 50 bucks or so, which I think is actually a, a pretty good deal because to buy it new, it's like 100 $150. So yeah, I have the entire X-Wing uh, series of books. So very, very excited to check these out. Again, they're used, and so they have like a, that older book, right? The the paper is a little bit worn, has that yellow tint to it, which I, I like. I actually really like that in books. And um, I'm very, very excited uh, to uh, to start to dive into these because they are finally starting to put these out as audiobooks. Again, Disney's starting to do that. So I do have this one. This was the first one that they've put out so far on audiobook i think wedges gamble which is the second film or second book they are going to be putting out in about a month or two but i was like you know what i kind of want to own these i want to have the physical copy you all know how i feel about physical copies in general uh so anyway i was able to pick up that entire uh all nine of those books which was exciting was then also able to get the trilogy for the han solo books so the old school han solo books and then also i i never had a copy of the cimmerillion and so I decided to finally, uh, finally pick up a copy of the Cimmerillion as well, and I got that. 
Uh, I was able to pick up the Karate Kid trilogy on 4K uh, because I was like, you know what? I really am a fan of this universe and I really want to dive into it. And it was really uh, me. It was Midnight's Edge After Dark. Shout out to Tom because he was talking um, with, uh, I think it was Valiant Renegade and about that release and how they did a lot of really awesome special features on it. So, and like that was how, like basically that's how a release should be. So yeah, I got all, ton, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then, of course, I've been uh, sent some things, too, uh, to review. So I, I finally got sent a copy of American Underdog, which actually just came out today. Uh, I believe it just came out today because um, I don't think it was last week. I think I'm pretty sure it's today. But yeah, Lionsgate. Shout out to Lionsgate for sending this copy my way to review. Um, again, this is a film I don't really know a whole lot about as far as the budget is concerned. I, this is one that's been I've been scratching my head. It's crazy, right? I've been scratching my head because I, I really wanted to do the box office breakdown for this, but they never reported the budget. Could never find it. So to this very day. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Lionsgate for sending uh, American Underdog for, for me to review. And then I got a digital code for another film to review as well. So hopefully I'll have some time in the, in the coming days to, to get those out on the channel. Let's see. Is it K-Man who's a member? says... I'm considering seeing Uncharted, but I don't have another day off till Sunday, so won't be able to see it until then. Yeah, um, I, I will say I don't think it's necessarily the most. I don't think it's necessarily the most. Uh, you have to watch it right now. Movie. It, it definitely doesn't fit that uh, that category of go out and watch it now. But if you're in the mood for just a let's you know turn off my brain. I don't know much about the Uncharted storyline and I don't mind characters and, and, and I don't like, I don't mind Tom Holland just playing Tom Holland because that's essentially what you're getting there. Then I think that you might find some enjoyment. So there's a lot of caveats there, but hey, I do think that there is some enjoyment to be had by, I would say, by a, a fair amount of people, by a fair amount of people. See a lot of comments over on the Odyssey chat. However, no one's tagging me over there, so... That is the reason why I'm not reading any of those comments. So again, no matter where you are, at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, if you want to have it read, I can only highlight the ones from DLive and from YouTube. That's just the way that the system is set up at the current moment. I hope there the day comes that I can do that for Odyssey as well. Uh, and of course, those that are members on the YouTube side of things, those do not have to... Um, those do not have to put the tag because that's one of the perks of, of being a member on the channel. Uh, Orange Hat Reviews says here, Odin's head is amethyst. His baldness is my birthstone. <laughs> uh, well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Luca says, I did not know that Uncharted series even existed. I found a, I found out about it a few weeks ago. Yeah, I, again, I knew about the Nathan Fillion uh, fan film. I think I'd seen some parts of that. Other than that, that that's pretty much all I knew. And so seeing the film, not really knowing what it was about, and and getting kind of a you know as as we mentioned earlier, a a ripoff of National Treasure slash Goonies vibe, you know, it was okay. Daniel Thorne over on D Live, what is going on, good sir? Thank you for being a part of the D Live fam. Slicer Neon says, so say, Uncharted is the answer to the question, honey, we have not gone on a date night to the theaters in forever. What's playing? Like, sing to the luck of right place, right time is a factor. Slicer, so I definitely think that's a good point. I think that a lot of people, 
if they were especially looking to finally go out to a movie for the first time in a long time, right? There haven't been a lot of films maybe worth going to see since Spider-Man. Um, and, and so they would look to that and say, yeah, you know what? What's that right now? Oh, there's a new film. Wait, Tom Holland's in it. Wait, that kid was Spider-Man. Let me go ahead and, uh, and check it out. So again, I, I can totally understand why this film is, is doing as well as it is. Again, I, I did not expect it to definitely not expected to. So it was definitely a surprise on, on my part, but, Hey, it is doing a lot better than was expected. Thunderduck tag over on Odyssey to say, how much will No Way Home make? Will it cross $2 billion? I highly doubt it. It destroys their narrative. It basically made Infinity War and Civil War numbers when the MCU was at its pinnacle. We see this with Doctor... Uh, we will see this with Doctor Strange 2 and Morbius, a triple narrative bomb. I don't... Thunderduck, I disagree. I actually strongly disagree with you there. I don't think... Or don't have as much confidence in Doctor Strange. I, I don't think Doctor Strange 2 will necessarily do as well. There were a lot of factors at play that really helped to push Spider-Man No Way Home over the limit. I think a big part of it was the fact that it was a Sony-run film based in the MCU. I think that actually had a lot bigger part of it than some might realize. And then secondly, Morbius? No. I, I, I just I don't see... Based on the marketing especially, I don't see Morbius, especially with a a leading character played by Jared Leto, being able to uh, bring a lot of people out. I really don't. Uh, I know that there's like questions of what about some of the reshoot rumors that have been happening, right? To try and bring in some uh, characters or people from the Spider-Man universe to try and, you know, capture some of that same magic, right? Have some, some fun things that people can talk about after the fact. But to me, if those are, are if those are even true, all that does is is make me question. Okay, if they needed or felt the need to go back and do anything like that, all that indicates is that they didn't have a lot of confidence in their product in the first place. So, I, yeah, for Morbius, I, I don't know. That film has been delayed so much. I, I just it's hard for me to see that film doing well. It really is. I just don't know how much interest there is really left in that, especially with Jared Leto behind it. And then when it comes to Doctor Strange 2, that film theoretically could be able to springboard off the success of Spider-Man No Way Home. The issue is that we have to keep in mind why Spider-Man No Way Home did as well as it did. It's not because of Doctor Strange. It's not because of his involvement in that universe. It's because of the Spider-Men. It's because of the Spider-Man villains. It's because of nostalgia. It's because of nostalgia done right. It's because of so many really great moments that created a massive, massively positive word of mouth campaign that led to tons of people going back to rewatch it, etc. So I, I think that that is something that is a very unique quality to it, getting to that $1.8 billion. Do I think it's going to reach the $2 billion going back to your first point? No. Uh, I think that it's slowed down enough to where that might be out of reach. But hey, it was at $1.8. Now it's at $1.83. I think there is still a chance that the film could end up, by the end of its run, squeaking past the $1.9 billion. So the fact that it is doing as well as it is, but it's also getting as close as it is to the $2 billion mark is by itself incredibly impressive. So uh, I think that's a very important thing. Also, the biggest thing too with Doctor Strange and Morbius that we have to look to 
is the budget. Because some people don't quite get this, right? There, there are a lot of these MCU stands that to this day still try to argue, well, you know, you keep saying that the MCU didn't do well, but they're the highest grossing films of, of the year. Look at all the domestic box office totals. And they don't understand basic math. They don't understand, oh, just because it's on the chart for highest grossing total box office of the year does not mean the film made money. Case in point, Eternals. That film still ended up being massively in the red as a box office flop, even though the film made as much as it did. People just don't understand that or just don't want to understand or don't want to accept these basic concepts. Um, so, yeah, the the budgets of those films, too, Doctor Strange 2 being probably the bigger of the two between that and Morbius, uh, it'll be interesting. It'll definitely be interesting, to say the very least. Uh, Thunderduck says, says, question, why is Tom from Midnight's Edge not on Friday Night Tides anymore? Did I miss something? Um, no, I, I mean, basically, there was a, uh, we tried to get things more streamlined. And a part of that process was to try and really hone down exactly who is on, right? Uh, there's only a certain number of spots that we can actually have. This is something that we're still dealing with, by the way, also, because obviously we, we still have a lot of people on. So I think that once Gary gets everything set up with the studio, because that was also a big factor, was he was in the process of moving. He has a lot of really awesome ideas for what he wants to do once the studio is set up. So it really just came down to to numbers. And uh, that's ultimately that's ultimately what it came down to. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully that answers the question. Uh, Daniel T then says, runs up and slaps you on the shoulder. Tag, you're it. Well, thank you, Daniel T. I appreciate it. All right. Let me head back over to the YouTube fam. Let's see. Nathan Slay says here, I wish Sony didn't give Uncharted a China release. Never pander to the commies. I agree. I agree. It's very upsetting, especially since they held on and are still, to my knowledge, holding on to uh, Spider-Man. They have, they have not yet had a release date announced for that film, and I, at this point, I don't know if it ever will. I don't know why they couldn't do that for this one. Uh, Timothy Trimble, what's going on, dude? Timothy Trimble, shout out to you, man. Hope things down south are going well. Cat and Philly, what's up? How's it going? Daniel Thorne, tagged, said, Enjoyed your road trip. Ran to another mentionable pizza shops. No, didn't find any memorable pizza shops, but I was in an HOV lane when all of a sudden piece, uh, a pretty large piece of a tire, must have been an 18-wheeler tire, literally uh, hit my car. So there's skid marks on the very uh, front of my car. So it looks like a car rolled over my car. And then it also had the biggest impact on my windshield. So two giant cracks, you know, lines, just giant cracks. Scared the heck out of me. Knocked my rearview mirror, like, angle down. Didn't knock it off, but knocked it down. And then, of course, w woke up the baby um, who was sleeping at the time. Uh, you know, sh you know, shook me quite, quite a bit because I was like, what in the world did we just get hit by? Um so we ended up having to pull off to the side and check it out and everything. So I need to get the entire windshield uh, replaced at some point. And of course, Safe Flight, because of uh, glass shortages, doesn't have a lot of times available. So I'm going to have to figure out the best time to, to get that going. But uh, yeah, um, other than that, the road trip wasn't bad. Other than that, the road trip was uh, was fun. Because I actually like driving. Uh, I like driving. I was able to catch up on a lot of podcasts. 
Um, I had some books ready to listen to, but I was just so into the podcast. Uh, I just never got into them. See, Joey Horn says, I'm a huge fan of the Uncharted games. I don't have any plans to ever see the movie, and I don't blame you, man. That, to me, is the one segment that I could totally understand why someone uh, would either, one, not want to see it, or two, would have the biggest uh, complaints about the film. Uh, because if you go into it with this understanding of the source material, and again, we, we know this, right? As someone who uh, who loves Lord of the Rings, for instance, right? When I look at the trailers, when I look at the marketing, when I look at the commentaries being made about the Rings of Power series, that is disturbing me, and that is something that bothers me, and that's something that I, I just am not going to be able to put up with. So it makes sense to me, and I will offer the same understanding then to those that are fans of the Uncharted franchise as well. Let's see. Jester Feathers, hail to you. It's a newer name, so thank you for being here. Thank you for being a friend. James Hurley says, The only bad thing about Uncharted, Neil Cuckman produced it. Yes, that definitely was one of the hardest things, I will say, uh, to actually justify going to see it. Because, obviously, I wanted to be able to see it, to offer commentary, to put reviews out. You know, obviously, I want to see it so that you don't have to, as it were, for this movie, specifically. Um, Rather, not for this movie, because I actually enjoyed this film, but for other films, right? Uh, You know, there was a chance that this film could could have been so garbage that even I, with with no connection, no understanding of the source material for for the Uncharted films, and for other the Uncharted games, uh, you know, could have come back that way. But... I, 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 again, it's one of those things where I always have to weigh the, those pros and cons. And at the end of the day, I have an AMC A-list subscription. So uh, even though obviously money goes to them, uh, it is also me still getting, you know, <laughs> getting my subscriptions worth from, from AMC. And I don't know exactly how much of that money. I assume that the full, full ticket, the full amount will still go uh, to the studio. But that was definitely a difficult thing for me because I really did not want uh Neil Neil Cockman to get any of my money, but let's see, Crisco. It was a huge weekend for PlayStation in general. Uncharted was released in theaters, and Horizon Forbidden West came out on PS consoles. Oh, nice! Again, not much of a gamer here, but uh, it was definitely weird to see the PlayStation logo, like the PlayStation movie or PlayStation whatever logo before the film. It was quite odd. As Andrew Hoyle comes in and says, in the rest of the world, it's this. Well, you know, the rest of the world is wrong, okay? Just because you're upset that you can't be in America, where even though we're not perfect, even though we've had some states that have gone crazy during COVID times, you know what? At least we had states that embraced freedom and didn't have lockdowns, didn't have crazy mandates. So take that with your crazy time zone saying it's the 23rd now. Well... Here in America. <laughs> Sprite Cranberry just says, love you. Well, thank you. I love you, too. <laughs> Appreciate it. Let's see. Uh, Chilton Rumsfeld says, how are you liking For All Mankind? Uh, we have not watched another episode because we were on the road. And uh, last week in general was crazy at, at my wife's work. So... Most of the nights were just, you know, <laughs> just detoxing, uh, which which for me is coming downstairs with the new TV and every, everything to to watch movies. I finally watched all I got through all of the extended edition Lord of the Rings and man, I love them. 
I actually can't wait to re rewatch them. My wife's like, yeah, I want to rewatch those uh, with you um, with the, uh, the new, <laughs> the new TV downstairs. And then I was, I finally got uh, a soundbar. I ended up getting that uh, Vizio V series, the, the budget one, uh, which is pretty much all I need. Now I'm trying to just figure out the best settings for it because I'm a noob with this stuff. I have it set up with the front surround setup. I just don't know what the best settings are. So if you happen to have Vizio V series or, or something similar and you have some ideas on that, let me know. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, again, I've only seen about an episode or two of it and, and for the most part liked it, but I, I did hear season two apparently gets woke, which makes me sad. As Riley says, so the choices in the movie theaters are a Tom Holland movie or a Tom Holland movie. Yeah, pretty much at this point. There's also a film about a dog, so there is that. Uh, James Early says, I saw Texas Chainsaw 2022. It was anti-gun pro SJW. Wait, that film came out? How'd you get to see that? Was it like a, a random early screening, early release, or was that a straight-to-streaming movie? That's interesting. Anyway, over on, let's see, Odyssey, the R says, wow, that was a major incident on the road. I think the Lord was protecting you and your fam to keep you unhurt. Well, thank you, the R. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I definitely was very thankful because it could have been a lot worse. Uh, you know, obviously, I, one, could have, uh, once the impact happened, could have, you know, veered off thinking that it was something else. So I was very happy uh, that that I was able to, to, to stay as cool and collected as I could, I was freaking out. There's no, there's just no denying that part. I was freaking out, but luckily I was able to keep cool enough to be able to stay safe driving and to, and to get off uh, safely as well. And uh, also the fact that it didn't hit the car in front of me that caused, that would have caused them potentially to stop. And you know, again, there's a lot of bad things that could really happen. So a cracked windshield for the most part is, is definitely something that I'm uh, very happy with. Uh, I mean, obviously I'm not happy with it, but. Uh, Daniel T says, that reminds me of a dash cam vid from my police car. It's parked in the middle of the highway. SUV comes from the opposite direction. The wheels come off and bounce towards the police car, then smashes the window. Oh, dang. Yeah, I know that there's like a whole market out there for those dash cam videos, which is, is crazy. Um, but hey, I, I understand. People, people, find, people find entertainment in different things. Let's see. Rob D says, there's actually 10 X-Wing books. The 10th one is set about 30 years later in the timeline, though, and it's the only one not released by Bantham. Uh, which Han Solo trilogy did you get? There's two. So it, it sounds like the 10th one, then, is that one that is not seen as canon? Or is it one that is seen as canon? Um, one second. I got a few different things. So first off, from the used bookstore, I was able to get... I wasn't able to get any confirmation on these, um, but it looked interesting enough. So uh, these are from the used bookstore. So it's Star Wars The New Jedi Order, and it's uh, Dark Tide 1 Onslaught, Dark Tide 2 Ruin. And I know that this is the second and third, technically, in the, franch in, like, in the series, but I don't know if... I don't think they're all, like connected necessarily but anyway i was able to get that yeah so a dollar 75 for dark tide one onslaught and then 75 cents for dark tide two ruin and so the first one in the series i was able to find uh relatively cheap so i got that from the used bookstore and then i got this one and this one to me i was like you know what i might as well just get it because i I've never I've never read the novelizations of the original trilogy. So I picked up this one. It actually has all three. 
And it was $2.75 for the Star Wars trilogy. Uh, Star Wars, the first one, written by George Lucas. Empire Strikes Back by Donald F. Glutt. And Return of the Jedi by James Caan. I've always heard good things about novelizations of some of the various uh, films. Or, you know, novelizations of the films themselves. So I figured, yeah, you know what? This has all three in there. So, yeah, overall, pretty... uh, Pretty happy with that. Also, I recognize the theme with all of them, a lot of them coming from Del Rey. Uh, a lot of them being put forward by Del Rey. So that's what I picked up from the used bookstore. And uh, as I mentioned, I was finally able to pick up a copy of The Cimmerillion. So this is the copy of The Cimmerillion that I got. So again, I've never read this before, but I'm pretty excited um, to uh, to dive into that. I know it's definitely not going to be the same as far as the overall uh, style and everything, but... And then this is the Star Wars trilogy. It's, it's part of the Legends. Uh, it's the one by A.C. Crispin. So uh, book one is the Paradise Snare. Um, the Hut Gambit. Second one. And then Rebel Dawn. And then this one I got actually brand new. Uh, which again, by Del Rey. Has the Legends label on it. But yeah, this this set was... was it was comparable to the, the two used ones I found... And then the one that they didn't have. So I figured, you know, hey, why not? Why not just dive into it? Okay. Uh, commas are starting to jump on me, so let me try and get through. Gary Benjamin Sandwich Worthington says, American Underdog is awesome. Master of Gaming says, can I send movies to review? Yeah, sure. I can't promise that I'll get to them quickly, but uh, yeah, send them to the uh, P.O. box. Uh, Feel it how about Alan? Thank you for the ice cream donation. Appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Hockey fan, Cimmerillion is an awesome read. It took me a few reads to fully understand what was going on. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's definitely what I've heard for sure. Uh, Tom Holland will start. Will still be a man child when he's fifty years old. He's definitely not an action hero. I think he does fine the action role. To be perfectly honest, again, he's still a child, no doubt about it. But he still does fine. Uh, G Man, thank you again for the five dollars super chat. Again, it was about twenty minutes ago, but I wanted to make sure I could highlight it on the screen like this. Uh, and so he says here, that's one positive about the Lord of the Rings show: renewed interest in the books. I ordered the Middle Earth books and Illustrated Cimmerillion this week. Nice. Yeah. If there's anything positive, and there's always positive, even in the darkest of days, even in the darkest of timelines, when it comes to these uh, franchises that we love, there's always going to be at least some positive thing. And I think that's definitely an example of one of them. Thank you for that super chat, man. Samuel Howard, what's going on? Doing just fine. Bryant Barth in the chat as well. Thank you very much for being here. Shorty Story, what's going on, Laura? She says, I saw Dog on Sunday. It was very very heavy, but a good movie. I cried a lot. And that's why I don't know if I want to see it. Because I love dogs, but whenever there's a film about a dog, it tends to get heavy, as you said. And I don't know if I can handle that. Uh, Nate Slay says, Uncharted just seems like another Indiana Jones ripoff. Never caught my interest. I'm sorry I write, write it off, but you need my attention first. To get no, no, I totally understand. Again, I don't think it's one that needs to be seen right away. Uh, the two Han Solo trilogies, which one was it? Paradise, Snare, Hunt's Gambit, or Han Solo at Star's End. Uh, so I don't know which one's the better one, but hopefully that answered the question. Input latency, what is going on? Thank you for being here. Andrew Hoyle says, no interest in watching Uncharted. Already watched one mind-numbing pile of crap. The Hitman's Bodyguard today. Uh, No chance I'll waste my brain cells watching Tiny Tom uh, pretending to be a grown-up. Interesting. Got some harsh words being sent there. Brightburn 1985 says, the writers of Endgame trashed Back to the Future and then got backlash for it. They then said 
they said they meant Back to the Future Part 2. Personally, found Back to the Future Part 2 more inter- entertaining than Endgame. Well, that's the thing, is that they make fun of it, and yet they're the ones that created a film who's... And here's the other thing, too. All right? Back to the Future, it, it's a comedy. So when they go through their time travel... It makes sense on the surface. You're just like, on the surface, you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm sure if you dive further into it, really start to think about it. Okay, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. But on the surface, you're like, okay, this makes sense. You're like, okay, I'll, I'll, I can accept this. I can suspend my disbelief, uh, you know, for, for this movie. Because you're, you're just, you know, it, it's just having fun. Whereas with Endgame, right, drama... You know, they might try and throw in some comedy, right? Some comedy bits, but really it's drama. Drama action, right? Takes itself seriously. Changes its own rules on multiple occasions. And even the writers and the directors don't agree on on how time travel works in it. So, I'm sorry, but it's so ridiculous to me that they would mock anything when their own writing is such trash, uh, let's see, Jester Feathers says, or maybe it'll flop. What is Doctor Strange's budget? Uh, probably got to be 150 million plus. I haven't actually checked that out. I would check it out at the moment, but this this chat on YouTube has uh, gotten away from me, and I, I don't want to fall too far behind and have any comments get skipped. Uh, Nate Slay said, "Did you ever watch the original Sing movie?" Nope, I did not. Never had an interest in it, so definitely didn't have any interest in uh, the sequel. I did one time have some interest in Doctor Strange 2, but that vanished a while ago. Only thing I'd be bothered about watching is Guardians, and even that depends on how much they're still pushing. That's the thing, though. Uh, Guardians 2 makes me not interested, because Guardians 2 was not very good. It was just not very good. Uh, Let's see. Master of Gaming says, Sony never released Spider-Man No Way Home in China. Seriously. I really hope that they don't. Really do not Want that. Yes, uh, by the way, a friend of the channel, member on the channel, you've seen him in the chat tonight, but just for people to know, um, Orange Eye Reviews account on Instagram got hacked, so if for any reason uh, you get reached out asking for things, you're like, wait a minute, this sounds weird, don't report it, uh, rather, don't interact with it, report it. Again, uh, Orange Hat's a good guy, and unfortunately, it was hacked. So for anyone who may have gotten anything, just wanted to make that very, very clear. Because Orange Hat's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. Hopefully he can get that fixed. Uh, Let's see. Cat in Philly says, I love your idiot voice when you quote idiots. Second only to the old man voice. (laughs) I'm trying to to think about the idiot voice. Because, like, again, the old man voice I do all the time. So that one has I stuck in my head. But it's like... Duh, what are you talking about? Is, it, is that the one? What are you talking about? I don't get it. I don't know which one. <laughs> I don't know which voice. And now I'm losing confidence. And now I'm starting to lose confidence. Let's see. Uh, Chiwan says, have you seen Succession? What are your thoughts? I have not seen Succession. I have not. Uh, Master of Gaming says, you're my favorite anti-SJW is like when you do the box office. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I like doing the box office. It's fun to talk about. It's not something that a lot of people find passion in or, or genuinely like, but I'm there. Uh, Orange Review says, Her Spider-Man No Way Home will be out on digital on the 28th, physical sometime in March, getting both mediums. Don't get both mediums. Don't get both mediums. Get the physical media. 
because you get the you get the digital code. If you get it on physical media, you get the digital code. You don't you don't need access to it that early, man. Come on. Uh, yeah, Mr. H Review 2022 Texas Chainsaw, and he hated it, said, how stupid can you be to have anti-gun message when a maniac has a chainsaw? He didn't like any of the phony heroes. Man, yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty bad. Let's see. Uh, James Hurley, Texas Chainsaw 2022, it came straight to Netflix. Well, there you go. Uh, that explains quite a bit. That explains quite a bit, my friends. Yes. Snorpoopus Cooper says, Hello, humans and other quitters. What's going on, Snorpoopus? How's it going? Thank you. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Do, 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 do. Oh, General Wingster. The Petrol Odin sads me. A paperback? Really? The hardcovers are fantastic. I don't... I'm actually... I don't like hardcovers. I really don't. I always feel like when I have a hardcover, it just feels like a textbook. It feels like it's something official. It's like if I ever wanted to maybe like take notes or anything in it, I just... It wouldn't feel right. Whereas with this one, it's like... I don't know. There's something... I've always loved mass market paperbacks because they're just small. They just feel right. I don't know. Anyone else feel that way? Like, there's the paperback version, but then there's the mass market paperback, the ones that are smaller. I like it. I look at it, I'm like, I want to read the Paradise Snare. I want to find out more about what this is. I don't know. It just feels right. Same thing with the Cimmerillion, too. It's like, this is, you know, mass market paperback. Just feels right. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Luca showing some hearts there for the Cimmerillion, for sure. All right, let's see what's going on over on Odyssey. Um, let us see there. Daniel T says, that reminds me. Wait, I got that one already. Someone just said movie talk. Someone said my movie talks. The R says, we are having some video problems here. Uh, I I don't know uh, what will be causing the video problems. Um, try refreshing. Let me try refreshing. Yeah, try refresh. Try refresh. Because that, that brought it back for me. Hopefully that fixed your issue. All right. Let us see. Uh, Mercy Kill is official Legends, but I do not care for the new Jedi Order time period. They kill off a lot of iconic characters, and I stop my X-Wing books jaunts at Starfighters of uh, Adamar. Yeah, so that would be the ninth ninth book, so you don't go to the tenth. So it's in Legends, but even though it might be considered part of Legends, though, is is it is it something that the the is it something that fans of the franchise and and fans of the books see as actual canon? You know, you know what I mean. Hold on, that was a comment that I didn't read. I had highlighted it. But let's see. Slicer says, "Mercy Kill is official Legends. I do not care the New Jedi Order." Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So that was one that I'd already read. So even the earlier New Jedi Order? Again, I haven't read them, so... Uh, Mr. Hockefan says, I have the copy of the Star Wars trilogy book. I think it used to belong to one of my brothers. Nice. Very cool. The Physics General, Kenny Lee. What's going on, bruv? Thank you for being here. Uh, Rob D. All right, more information on this one. The 10th X-Wing book is called Mercy Kill. It is canon within Legends. It came out in 2012, 15 years after the original nine. 
you have 17 more new Jedi books to get. Yeah, um, I knew that the new Jedi order was was a very long one. So again, I only got those two because they were they were very cheap at <laughs> the used bookstore, and I was like, hey, these two are connected together, so you know, might as well just have it just to, to you know to be able to just to jump into. Um, but yeah, it's taking 15 plus years after the fact. I don't know. I don't know. Trent Johnson, what's going on, bro? Watching over on Odyssey. Hail to you, good sir. He is a member over on Subscribestar. Let's see. Hardwick says there's a good hardcover book of AC Crips entire Han Solo trilogy all in one volume. It's very, uh, it's often very cheap use. And again, well, I, I don't need it because I already have, I already have all three. So I'm good. <laughs> there's no need for me to get it because I already have all three and they're in my much preferred format of the mass market paperback. See, Master Gaming says, "What are your thoughts on Selma by Ava DuVernay and Jordan Peele's horror movies?" Um, Selma by Ava DuVernay, I don't think it's a good movie. I think David Oyelowo, David Oyelowo, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I think he was fantastic. He was great in the role as Martin Luther King Jr. And I will also give credit and kudos to the writers or whoever was the writer that specifically wrote the speeches by MLK because of copyright issues they were not able to use any of the actual speeches that he gave um which I, I thought was pretty uh, pretty incredible so all the speeches you hear in that film are all written by uh, or, or rather all original speeches that are inspired by the actual speeches that he gave but it's like that that's that's a pretty tough task i mean imagine being told hey we want you to write speeches as if you were MLK. <laughs> we want you to try and do this. It's crazy. Um, so I give kudos to that. But the movie itself as a movie is not very well put together. And it's because Ava DuVernay is not a talented director. She she does not know how to get these pieces uh, of the puzzle together. Um, also, the casting choices that that she made. I mean, it was clear that they were trying to get big names in the film to try and get more attention to it. But in the end, it, it was like they were missing the forest for the trees, you know? Um, and and so I, I don't like the film. I really don't like the film, uh, which is sad because it deals with such an important historical event. And I, I, wish, I wish that someone else <laughs> had directed it. Because uh, I think that uh, someone else, I think much more stable hands uh, could could have done a much better job. Let's see. Luca says, yeah, movies usually fail when it comes to time travel. Yeah. I mean, well, because it's, it's time travel. <laughs> it's kind of hard to think of a film that's ever done it, you know, perfectly. There's always going to be some issue with the time travel they use. Minnesota Hockey Fan is a member says, my grandma bought me and my sister-in-law hard copy illustrated version of The Hobbits. The illustrations were done by Alan Lee. Very nice. Very cool. There's a lot of different editions out there. I remember I got, it's like the faux leather edition of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. It's one of the smallest prints probably ever, but I just really like the the package on it. I, I just liked, I don't know, it's just a nice little set, and for me, I don't mind the smaller print. So that was something where I was going to read it last summer, but then I was stay-at-home dad. And so there are so many books. Guys, I have so many books. Uh, not just books, obviously, but but movies. Movies and books and books and movies. So many things that I want to do. So many things that I want to study. 
because I got all my theological books that I want to dive into. I've got now this entire series of Star Wars books that I want to dive into. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I, I should have the time to actually do it this summer, which I'm very excited for. Also, the time to actually go see movies, which I'm very excited for. Let's see. Snorra Poopus Cuber says, I'd go back to grab a pot of my mother's chicken and dumpling and order a barbecue ribs from Dixie Pig in Alexandria, Virginia. Nice. Very, very cool. Yeah, um, let me try another refresh on the Odyssey page, but um, I, I don't know what the issue is for why the Odyssey stream would not be working. Yeah, I just did a re another refresh, and, and it works. Uh, refresh. Works for me. That's, that's, that's all the advice I can give. I, I can't figure out what's going on on your end. And obviously, as you all know, I, I love Odyssey as a platform, but it still has a long way to go, and stability is one of the bigger issues. Let's see. Slicer Neons says, With China snubbing Marvel films last year, I wonder if we won't get any Marvel films ever again, and that's why they did not get Spidey, uh, Spidey Home 3. If I were in charge, that would be my call. No, I, I think that we probably will see... I, pro I think we'll probably see them back... Because it's Disney, and Disney's going to do anything they can, including sell their souls, which they've done several times over, to the CCP in order for them to get that money. They, they again, they, they will be doing that, uh, whatever they possibly can to do so. Whatever they possibly can to do so. Uh, Orange Air Reviews says, I meant I was getting it through physical with the digital at the same time. I can wait. Okay, okay, gotcha. First, because at first, because you mentioned the digital, and so it made it sound like you were doing, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get the physical, of course. Uh, and for me, I'd always recommend get the physical and then uh, create your own digital version, put it on a Plex server, uh, because then you just get the higher quality. But again, that that's me. Uh, Candy T says, I love when I find other people who love to talk about movies. Most of my friends don't. Well, Candy T, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, we love talking about movies here. And uh, yeah, man, I I love it. I love it. I love, I love talking about films. Uh, it's something that I've always had a passion about. I just remember being back in high school and we would go to see opening night of, of major films and then we'd spend an hour, two hours in the parking lot just talking. You know, and, and, and it used to be a time when you would dive into the, okay, what about this? What about that? Right. I remember seeing like the first Iron Man film. I had no knowledge of the comics. And so I remember having my friends explain to me, you know, what these different cameos and what these different references were. And, and it was, it was great. It was, it was so much fun. It really was. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it, again, it's very sad to see the, the current state of films. It's very sad to see the current state of, of films, the current state of Hollywood, because it's fallen so far away uh, to where it, it's hard for me to see or, or to even recommend to anyone to go through those same experiences that I was going through. Uh, Soul Assassin, I agree. I also prefer audiobooks. Hands down, I definitely prefer audiobooks, uh, for sure. But I, I think that out of, out of the physical media of books, I, I prefer... Just as for reading, for like casual reading, I prefer the uh, the mass market paperback. So, I don't know. There's something about the feel of it. 
it just feels natural. <laughs> Andrew Hoyle says here, maybe the peeps leather face was hunting should have just said, Daddy Chill, who needs guns, right? <laughs> Philip Hawkins says, hardbacks have larger print for us older people. Yes, this is very true. Can also technically be used as a weapon as well. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think that there are places, there are times and places for, for the hard hard covers, but if there ever is a, a soft cover option, I prefer it because also you you can bend the cover back. With with the hard covers, you can't do that. And sometimes like the binding is in a certain way where it just I don't know. It, it just gets I don't like it. Again, it's definitely a preference. It's definitely a preference. Um, but if I if I had to have a choice, I, I definitely prefer uh, the soft cover and again uh, mass market paperback one because they're cheaper and they're just smaller and again more more convenient and it's what I'm used to as well. You know, when I was in high school, the books that we would read would typically be ver- uh, books that would have mass market paperback editions, and they would be the ones we would get because they were cheaper. So maybe it's also because it's the one that we're used to. Are you getting into the Star Wars extended universe? They're great, and what Disney should have made of the movies. His channel, Kenny Lee. Well, I've been involved in that universe for for a little while. You know, I dive, I dove into this is probably a couple of years ago at this point, where I, I dived into the original Thrawn trilogy. I read it. I, I fell into the Thrawn duology. Um, I was able to listen to the audiobook version. Unfortunately, it was the abridged audiobook version of the. Um, Oh my goodness! Uh, it was the it was the one that dealt with uh, Jerusalem um, and and the ship. I'm blanking on the name of it, but yeah, I've actually listened to quite a few of the uh, EU novels, and uh, yeah, I love I love the audiobooks. The R says still video stuck in Odyssey. Please pass along again. I, I I've put comments over there about. Refreshing working. It worked on my end, at least. Uh, yeah, Odin, I would go with paperbacks, paperbacks for Star Wars books. Hardcovers are so expensive now, especially original first editions, and not every book was ever released in hardcover. Yeah, and again, for me, it's mostly just having the actual copy. So that's why I, I was looking at the prices for the uh, for the AC Crispin uh, Han Solo trilogy, and the price, I thought, was was very reasonable. Whereas for the X-Wing series, I, I found a used set, you know, all nine. And again, I know that people say there's a 10th one. I know. Outbound Flight. Thank you, Slicer Neons. That's the one. Outbound Flight. Outbound Flight's fantastic. Outbound, Outbound Flight is fantastic. was really hoping that uh, there would be a, a uh, uh, an unabridged version of, of that one. But unfortunately... Uh, as far as the audiobooks are concerned, and and we, it was a really good one too. It was a really good audiobook because I want to say that one was one of the ones done by Mark Thompson, who's my favorite voice actor for Star Wars novels. Um, either him or was oh him, and then was it Michael Davies or there's someone else who who is a standard in the voice work for Star Wars novels. I think it was a Mark Thompson one, so it was like really good voice acting, but it was unfortunately. Uh, Unfortunately, an abridged version. So that that might be one of the next ones too to to pick up to actually read the full story. But also, I was doing some research on that, and from what I read, what was cut out of the abridged version of Outbound Flight was not too much. 
very very different than what was available like the x-wing ones because they had x-wing audiobooks and they like oh man i listened to one and it was trash i I listened to the original audiobook they had for rogue squadron and the guy that they had doing the voice work was it sounded terrible and it was an officially produced like it, it was a it was an actual uh like official release and the guy doing the voice work sounded like someone in his 20s who had no actual training in, in voice work because he, he at one point, because in that X-Wing series, in that first book, and again, that's why I want to actually read the, uh, uh, read the actual book, but then also, again, I do have the, uh, at least I have the full unabridged version of the audiobook that was uh, released more recently. Um, but they at one point did um, Admiral Akbar. The guy did Admiral Akbar, and so his version of Admiral Akbar was, well, you know, uh, sure, gosh, uh, you have to do this, yeah. And it was like, what in the heck voice are you doing right now? <laughs> it was like, that's not Admiral Akbar. Um, you know, be careful, that's a trap. Like, you got got to at least get into it, man. Um, it was awful. It was awful. I hope that they've removed that from the uh, <laughs> from the store. Says, I think Tom Holland would be a good live action Tintin, says Hardwick. Which is kind of sad when you think about it because Tintin's supposed to be a lot. Isn't Tintin supposed to be a lot younger than what he actually is? I don't know. Let us see. Ba-da-da. See, Physics Channel Kenny Lee says, I don't mind the smaller print. Give it a few more years. Well, here's the thing. I already have bad eyesight. I already wear contacts because I can't see afar. So, no. Uh, I will probably feel the same way. It's called it's called New Prescription. Helen <laughs> and Burger. The only movie to get time travel right was Hot Tub Time Machine, but not the sequel. That one was just silly. Is it really? I have heard some people argue that it actually did time travel pretty well. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hardwick, uh, which one? The ho- Okay, I already talked about that. I already talked about that, bro. Come on. Come on, man. You got you to gotta be here from the beginning. Um, let's see. Let us see. P.D. Rich. Don't worry, you don't have to low-cut, high-pass filter a dynamic microphone. Sorry it took so long to get back to you as Father Miller is on a YouTube sabbatical. What? I don't even know what you're talking about. The last time I played with any of my settings was like... I feel like it's been a year, or at least several months, since I I put any of those settings in. When I was playing around with the, the big bottom and everything like that, I don't even remember... I don't even remember what audio processing I had on this. Yeah, because I I have a compressor on. I don't have I don't have a high pass filter. I don't have a noise gate. I don't have the deesser. So yeah, I have I have a compressor enabled, and then I got the big bottom. That, that those are the only two things I put onto it from my uh, Rodecaster was a compressor, and um, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that, that comic just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't even know what that's referencing. Uh, it's been so long since I even, I haven't played around with that for a long time. Uh, 70B, 
uh, yeah, The Chosen will be on Saturday. So, yeah, we have a Chosen stream on Saturday. Start time around 12 p.m. or so, Eastern time. 12 or 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, official time will be decided soon, but around that time. I try and get it, uh, the last couple of months I've been trying to get it to be right around when baby Thor's napping. So that way I can take care of certain things in the morning, help out, right? Because obviously it's a team effort, me and Freya. And that nap time is just a good time because it allows Freya to get some time to relax. So that way it's not just, you know, me leaving her to deal with, you know, and, you know, to have to, you know, deal with baby Thor on her own for for an extended period of time. So that kind of cuts into it a little bit. That's the reason why the, I know it's early for a lot of people, but yeah. Let's see, Nathan Slay, have you ever seen Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross? If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. I watched it yesterday. It's pretty good. Yeah, I have seen it, and I, I definitely like it. I actually saw it. It was a Broadway revival, I believe, back when I was in high school. It was really, really good. It was really, really good. Let's see, Rob D, I can only imagine you just shock all of us with a copy of Star Wars The Heart of the Jedi and Star Wars Escape from Dagu, two canceled Star Wars novels. Oh, 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 Heart of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that was the one that uh, some people got their hands on, right? That was one where some people got it early before they canceled it. Yeah, um, and now it's getting, and now that thing's getting sold for like a, a billion dollars or whatever, right? So I, I probably won't ever get my hands on that one, but kudos to those that do. Kudos to those that do. Let's see, Hamilton Berger says audiobooks are great for driving when uh and when you can pay attention but if you're doing other things while listening it's super easy to completely lost track yeah hamilton burger straight on man absolutely yeah the only time i ever listen to the audiobooks is when i'm doing mindless tasks so things where i don't have to necessarily think so i can keep my mind focused on what's what what's being said and then driving as well but i, I go through different phases right now i am still very much in a podcast phase so i that's what i i non-stop listen to podcasts um, at some point I will definitely get back to the, uh, audiobook game. Cause I still need to, I still need to finish the original Dune. Still need to get through that. Um, I also have the audiobook version of so many other things too. By the way, a random segue or a random comment, uh, as we get towards, towards the end of, uh, of the night. Uh, has anyone signed up for Truth Social yet? Because <laughs> uh, right now I am number two hundred and seventy nine thousand four hundred and one in the wait list. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what time frame that actually means. But I was like, hey, I want to be able to at least claim the handle. You know, check it out, see what's going on. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has uh, tried it. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Let's see. Uh, Soul Assassin says, see me off. Uh, Sabayoff in Thrawn series, an outbound flight. Check out channel called Darth Angelus. He's made animated film with Thrawn series. Yes, I've, I've, I've seen parts of that and it looks pretty good. Love the Thrawn, uh, Thrawn trilogy. Uh, Rebecca. What's going on, Rebecca. Rebecca Hans, what's going on? Book nerd here. Spent most of the day shuffling for shelf space. Paperbacks for reading, bending, bathtubs, uh, marginalia, 
marginalia, hardcovers for collecting. Yeah, okay. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because uh, the hardcovers, you typically get a lot of good collector's versions that are hardcover. I guess it's similar to a uh, physical media collection, right? Where you get these steel books that are really good for collecting, um, especially the ones done right. I think Lionsgate's the one that put a lot of their steel books out with the actual plastic cover on it, right? Um, now, obviously, the difference is that you're, you're getting, you know, 4K quality in certain instances for the first time and everything. But again, I, I totally understand. Uh, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. Let us see. Luca says it. If I did not move so often, I would be. I would buy more hardcovers for my library. As it stands, I have a large library on my Kobo. Oh, you got a Kobo? How's the Kobo? I got a Kindle. I like my Kindle. Uh, I, I do like also having the convenience of that. I found so um, for those that are so a little, a little, a little Catholic talk for a second. So those that are Catholic, you might know of Dom Garen J's liturgical year. Uh, is the liturgical year. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing something there. But anyway, um, all of those are available on archive.org. You can get all of them on PDF and on Kindle file. You can also get it on the file, I think, that can work on uh, Co- uh, Kobo as well. But anyway, uh, it's great to have just at night because instead of having the large, you know, for one, at, at some point I'm going to get the whole set, right? At some point I'm going to get the whole liturgical year set, like the legit liturgical year set. At some point I'm going to get the entire uh, Butler's Lives of the Saints as well because those are just, again, they're just awesome sets. Um, but all, both of those are available on, on archive.org. And so I, uh, I, I'm using, uh, I'm, I'm going through Septuagesima right now uh, on my Kindle. So again, it's just very nice and, and very, uh, very convenient. So anyway... I uh, thought I would mention that. Let's see. Sherry Allen says, I love Mark Thompson doing Star Wars, Timothy Zahn series books. Yes, absolutely. And again, any book he does, I, I'm a huge fan of. That dude understands the characters. He's got some of them. He's got some perfect voices. Like dang near perfect. Um. All right. Awesome one. Can you see me? I can see you. Thanks for tagging. I appreciate it. Uh, New Zealand guy says you talks about that. What? I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Let's see. Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota hockey fan who is a member says prefer a hard to paperback hard cover usually lasts longer. I bought some really nice hard cover of all Jane Austen's. Uh, each cover has a cute illustration on it. And again, I think that uh, there's definitely an argument to be made there for collectors. Um, but that's the thing, though, is that... But And that's the reason why I like the, the, the soft covers, though, because think about some of the oldest books, right? Think about some of the oldest books. And one of the things that I love about the, the paperbacks, especially the mass market paperbacks, is that they the color fades over time, and then you get to see how how much a book has been read, right? There, there's almost like a story in a paperback that really can't be, a, cannot be qualified or quantified in the same way with a hardcover, if you know what I mean. You know? I think that's why I prefer the uh, paperbacks because sometimes you get one of these old school paperbacks and you're like, oh man, this 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 book has a story. This book has been read countless numbers of times, and I don't know. It just adds a whole story. It has all their di- dimension to it. Let's see. Ba da ba da. There it is. 
there it is. Um, at least I've got it uh, activated at, at, at the moment. Let's see. So PD Rich says, it probably has been a year, but you don't need a high-pass filter on with an SM7B. Uh, you sound absolutely fine. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Again, uh, yeah, luckily, I think that was over the summer. Actually, it wasn't, it, maybe it wasn't a year. Maybe it's almost been a year, but I think it was over the summer. We were playing around with some settings, and we were trying to get things right, trying to get it to sound as best as we could. And so, yeah, we, we were playing around, and the high-pass filter really didn't add a whole lot to it. And so uh, we determined that the compressor uh, and, and what the compressor is doing right now um, was a good thing. Uh, we also play around with the noise gate, and noise gate to me, I just think sounds so artificial. But then this one comes with a couple of extra features, including oral exciter, which you know takes care of those high range sounds, and then it has a big bottom, which adds in, of course, the uh, you know more of a bass and booming. So we got it, I think, just right. So I've been liking it a lot. So let let me know if y'all still think that the audio sounds sounds quite nice. Daniel T over on Odyssey says Cinderella is somehow winning the Oscars fan favorite movie. Looks like this is from the only audience the Oscars have. This is from the only audience that they have left. Fan favorite movie? How is it winning a fan favorite movie? There's no fan favorite category. They were going to do a popular category, like they were going to do a popular film category, but they never did. What is this madness? What are you talking about? What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? Uh, Helen America says, if you like time travel, then brace yourself because this message is from about 20 to th- 20 to 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Only about seven or eight minutes. So like, luckily not too far behind tonight. <laughs> uh, Keck 44 in the chat. What's going on? Good, sir. Uh, PD Rich says, story it took a year, by the way. I've only just been able to speak to my grand pooba at my sound institute due to coup restrictions. Dang, dude. Well, hey. Glad to hear. Let's see. I have, says Tina, talking about Truth Social. Well, I'm on the wait list anyway. I'm right there with you. I'm at 140, I'm at what? 145,000. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Philip. What's going on, dude? Philip Hawkins says, Elric of Mel Melnibon has just come out on audiobook. I'm 95,000 on True Social Waylist. <laughs> well, what is Elric of, of Melmanon? Mel- what is that? Tell me what it, that is. But hey, you're in a better place than I am. And I, quote, pre-ordered the uh, iTunes app. And everything, I could not get the email certificate, email uh, verification to work. It would send it like an hour later, and, and so finally I got that taken care of. And then I tried to get the, the the text verification to work. That took forever too. It's crazy. Um, let's see. How many burger says? But will you get the whole liturgical set in hardcover or paperback, or just uh home or 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 just home? Mark Thompson reads hope. Mark Thompson reads them audio form. Well, I don't think he'll ever read them in, in those books in audiobook form. Uh, but for that set, yeah, I I'm actually open to either. To be perfectly honest, because the paper book, the paperback is to me going to be a lot better as far as because I, I would be using them. I, I would act, I would actively be using them. So one of the plans that I have for Lent for spiritual reading is, and I've, I've already started the process, is to be able to go through each of the days of the liturgical year using um, the the Garanger, uh works. 
Uh, let's see. Then I just to ask, have you read A Splinter in the Mind's Eye by Alan Dean Forrester? It was the first Star Wars books, one of the first Star Wars books made. No, I have not. Yeah, I'll have to go back to the used bookstore every now and then to see if they have any more or added Star Wars books. Because some of them I was like, all right, these look old, but I have no idea if they're worth getting. Hamilton Burger says, if you buy a paperback that doesn't have a story in it, you should ask for a refund because they sold you an empty book. Ah, I see. General Wingster, I definitely agree. Uh, let's see. Ah, darn. I don't know why it does this random pinned message thing. All right. Luca says, Kobo Forma is great. Eight-inch screen, good also for PDF books. Very positive reading experience. My only complaint is that it's difficult to select the footnotes. Okay, so like... Do you mean just to click on the footnotes and everything? Yeah, I, I've I've looked into Koba before. Um, obviously, I think Kindle is is definitely more streamlined. I believe Kobo still uses the e-ink as well, so that is definitely something that um, I'll have to look into. Definitely have to look into because my uh, my Kindle's great, but it's definitely uh, going towards the out of date stuff. So I might have to look into the Kobo and see what they offer, especially since they do better with with PDF files as well. Because I, I like that. Um, let's see, Hardwick, why would anyone want to bend the covers of their books back? Be, uh, be, what do you mean, bend the covers of your book? Because you gotta, you gotta read it. You gotta read it, man. And it's more comfortable. Like, if you, if you bend it all the way back, it's more comfortable. You can hold it then in one hand. I mean, come on. And again, it's what adds that element of the story. The story of the book. Let's see, Elric is that Witcher is what Witcher was ripped off from. Interesting. Very interesting. Nice. Uh, let's see. K-Man says, y'all doing better than me on True Social. I keep getting an error every time I try and sign up. Yeah, th- I dealt with that in the very beginning too. Uh, some people said if you if you put a VP, if you turn on a VPN, that a, a lot of that issue goes away or or that they were able to get through it because of that. So... Again, I don't know if you I don't know if you have a VPN or not, but also all I know is that every time I've tried to reload it to see if my number has changed, the number is still the same. I thought my hope was that every day the number would go down, but um I don't know what that means. I, I guess some of the people in the stream once y'all get active, I, I guess that that's the sign I have to look for to see. Let's see, Evan S. says, I'm looking forward to praying the little office during Lent. Nice, Evan S. Yeah, uh, one of the things that I'm hoping to do, because I, uh, I do have the entire divine office set that, uh, from Baronius, and I've been wanting to use it for a long time. I've been wanting to utilize it, and I've had, you know, fits and starts with it and everything, uh, but that's, that's one thing I want to add is to pray, you know, and that's one of the things, too. It's like you, you always, you, you always want to do so much, but then you also you also want to be careful because you try and do too much for Lent. You can burn yourself out, just like with anything, right? You can burn yourself out pretty quickly. So, um, you know, I'm trying to figure out the best way to because I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do a type of fast, uh, a, a variation of the fast. Obviously, not the, the full traditional fast. I'm not at that point yet, but I think I might do like partial abstinence uh, throughout the week and then do uh, fasting. On Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Friday being full, full fasting and absence to the best of my ability. Um, but yeah, it's it's again, it's a lot tougher in, in modern day and age, especially as a teacher. 
you know, I got to make sure that I am able to have the energy to, to one, not pass out, but then also two to be able to, to be on my feet walking around teaching. Um, but yeah, that's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, I've done a little office before and it's great. Let's see. Petey Rich. No, you don't need sound gating unless you're doing recorded Zoom call streams. You got guests coming out, causing feedback. Well, yeah, and that's to me. It's never. It's never made. It has never made sense to me. It's never made sense to me for people to when they are being interviewed or having interviews to not have headphones in. It's such bad form, and and the audio is is not very good either let's see daniel t says the academy put up a web page oscars fan the public can vote for their favorite movie 2021 for a chance to win a trip to 2023 oscars and vote for the most cheerworthy moment uh ever for a year of free movies dang wow and that's winning right now i think that says the sad state of people who still care about the oscars actually to be to be honest i think that that just confirms that most people do not care about the Oscar anymore. If Cinderella on Amazon is is right now the number one film, I'm sorry. That that to me is just showing all the cards. Nearly all of the Star Wars EU books are great. Yeah, it's, again, I I've the ones that I've read have been great. I did the entirety of the uh, the Old Republic set. I guess is what it's called. Um, I also did the Maybe it wasn't the Thrawn. I think there, yeah, there's a Thrawn duology. And then there's also the... Was it the Bane duology? Uh, is it the Bane trilogy or the Bane duology? Anyway, I, I read the Bane books. Those were good. Darth Bane. Uh, Hardwick. I have some hardcovers from the 1930s that look nearly new and some paperbacks from the 1970s that look ancient. And again, I love that ancient look. I really do. Soul Assassin, check out both the Kenobi and Bounty Hunter books. They do Boba Fett, Surviving the Sarlacc Pit, and Kenobi's time on Tatooine better than Disney. Nice. Hallison Berger, folding the front cover back means you have one hand free for doing whatever you want, uh, by which I mean cooking chili. No, yeah, yeah exactly, right? Um, and all, But also, too, like to, you know, to relax. I don't know. There's just something about it. All right, did you hear John Williams coming back for Kenobi? So much for that retirement. <laughs> ridiculous uh lucas says maybe you should look up youtube channel my deep guide he has a great in-depth guides and reviews you can watch his reviews for various e-readers oh okay nice yeah uh i know that there's also like good e-readers was one that i looked into for for a pretty long time uh but uh yeah because i'm still very much in to the you know the kindle ecosystem right i have a lot of books on on kindle and everything and I know there's ways to be able to get, I know there are ways to be able to get those books and to, you know, move them around, but I'm not very good at, at that kind of stuff. I have Berger says divine office set. Does that have blessed word and holy Excel in it? What, what are you talking about? What do you talk? Yes, Luca, that'd be great. I, I wish that I could learn, um, that would be like a, a great long term. Yeah, Bane Trilogy. Bane Trilogy, Old Republic. Yes, absolutely. The Old Republic books are great. No doubt about it. 
Let us see. SFDB, do you have to change the classrooms a lot? Energy at school. No, uh, I have my own classroom, so that's awesome. And I love it. I've had the same classroom now for three years. And so it's been great to not have to worry about moving around. The students are the ones that move around. I know there's some schools where it's the teachers to move around. I love having my own classroom. Um, and again, it just makes things so much easier for me. And I'm just trying so many new things. Like this is one of the few years where I've actually been able to try new things because the last few years have, have just been, you know, inundated with, with COVID. You know, the first year was my first year there. So I'm just trying to get reacclimated with this new environment. And then all of a sudden the year that I could start to actually try and, and add stuff in and everything, you know, COVID hits and we get two years of just COVID nonsense. So this is the first year where I'm actually starting to add some stuff and everything. And it's been awesome. So, um, you know, I just bought this set. It's, it's called, uh, it's Father Lao. Uh, he did a, I think it's pronounced Father Lao, maybe Father Locks, um, L-A-U-X, but he did a, a textbook series. And so I'm looking to incorporate that into the curriculum. I get so much, so much fun stuff. So much fun stuff. For, for the teacher side of me. Harwick, Gary has a friend at Disney who gets to see early screenings and told him ahead of time how bad the Eternals would be, but claims Dr. Strew is very, uh, Dr. Strange 2 is very good. Well, again, we always take that with a grain of salt. I think that's always important for us to do that because uh, everyone's taste is going to be uh, a little bit different. And I think, uh, oh, Hamlet Burger says here on a more serious note thanks for all your content it helps for us going through a rough time in canada also divine office joke was microsoft sweet word yes yeah i i got it i got you i got you i appreciate it i appreciate it very much um and yeah man uh, i'm sorry to hear you're going through all that nonsense up there in canada i'm hoping that the uh, freedom convoy has been able to i know that in some provinces some of the restrictions have been lifted so i'm hoping that it wakes up more and more people to uh say screw you to trudeau hopefully it leads to him being taken out of power hopefully it, it, it uh hopefully it leads to um some changes up there some much needed changes and obviously that can only happen if if the rest of the people start waking up so uh hey much love to you man and uh thank you for your support Let's see. Luca says, Father Lau has a good book on politics. I, I bought the whole set, man. I bought the whole set. Uh, that one I gave to uh, the senior teacher because that that's what he he teaches. So I've been looking through the sacraments and the ones of morality. And there's, again, it's such solid stuff. And it's from back from 1930. So there's some stuff that is technically outdated. Um, but it's what it's got is just so solid. Master of Gaming says, are you interested in horror films about racism like Jordan Peele movies? So, uh, yeah, I think this was part of the question that I was not able to answer earlier. So, not really when it comes to the first part of the question. As far as Jordan Peele movies, which I obviously, I think that that's kind of the connection is that they are about him. I actually do think that Jordan Peele is a talented filmmaker. I, I just think at this point, he needs to move away from that. I think at this point he needs to establish himself as a good filmmaker and not just a filmmaker that's only going to focus on race. Which I don't know if that's his plan or if, if that's in the cards for him, but I I I actually liked Get Out as a movie. I thought that Get Out as a film was very well done. I actually liked Us a lot more than I thought I would. Obviously, I am, am not as much of a fan of some of the subtexts, right? Some of the the deeper uh, symbolism, right, of those stories. But the movies are well made. I mean, he is a talented filmmaker. I, I just, I wish he could get away from and escape from being stuck 
Because what he's doing is he is putting himself into a box. And, and if he doesn't expand himself or think outside of the box, <laughs> um, he's he's going to be stuck there forever, you know? Anyway, Soul Assassin said, I heard Peel wanted to do a Gargoyles film. Um, I, I think I may have heard something about that, but I can't really confirm that. And uh, let's see. Fitzgerald Gailey, I have a 1920 elementary Latin book in hardcover, but it does look like it has been through 100 years of school. Nice. Yeah, that's one thing I would I would love to learn. I would love to learn uh, Latin. And there's a couple of books that I have like that were from older textbooks that we had at, at the school because Latin used to be a, a language that was taught at the school I'm at now. But I need to, yeah, I don't know where to start with that one, to be honest. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely check your cookie count there. Thank you for teaching them and showing them how it's done. All right. Anyway, with all that being said, I'm caught up in the chat. We're right about at time. Thank you everyone for watching this evening, whether you were watching on YouTube, on Odyssey, on DLive, on Twitter. This is Spills, Spills technically supposed to go out to Twitter. Uh, so thank you wherever you were watching. I, I really do, uh, appreciate it a lot. Um, it really does uh, mean a lot. Uh, yeah, that's right. He did do Keanu, which actually I, I found <laughs> I found it entertaining. Uh, but even then, it's like, eh, it is what it is. Uh, but with all that being said, I just want to again say thank you to everyone. Shout out, of course, to Tina B and 70 B, my uh, my Valks, the Empress of the Universe, and the General of the Valks as well. Uh, as you heard earlier, hopefully, we are going to have our Chosen of Valhalla live stream this Saturday. So uh, be ready for that 12 p.m. or so Eastern time. So either 12 or 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, trying to, to match up there with the uh, trying to match up there with the nap of baby Thor. Uh, because of that, there likely will not be a Saturday evening show since they'll have a longer three hours or sh- uh, three hours three and a half hour show earlier in the day with the chosen of Valhalla. So again, it's very exciting stuff. Be on the lookout for further reviews again as i mentioned i got some movies that have been sent in and movies that i've actually uh picked up uh, as well um i actually just picked this one up the other day because i know my wife hasn't seen it yet and i actually kind of liked it uh weathering with you uh anime film on on 4k was able to get that one and also i was able to pick up some more films for giveaways so if you uh, want to have access to giveaways and access to other things right if you want your name shout out at the end of every live stream check out patreon subscribe star and locals but especially subscribe star as well especially if you're not a fan of the patreon um stuff there again if you want to support check those uh out but i picked up a couple films one film some people might be interested in some people might be like uh, but actually, I really like this film a lot, and also it beat one of my least favorite films of all time, which is why I, I love it as much as I do, and that is uh, The Hurt Locker. So The Hurt Locker available now on 4K Steelbook, and I just really like the design of this as well. So this is going to be a part of the giveaways going forward. It's also got a slipcover on it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Again, Lionsgate, maybe it's just Lionsgate that are doing the plastic slipcovers, man, because they look... Oh, I feel like every single per- one of them should be doing it. And then also, this one more people might be interested in uh, is uh, the Green Mile. Green Mile on 4K Steelbook. So, classic there. Again, have a giveaway active right now as well. And uh, you guys are all great. So, thank you all very much for watching tonight. Uh, please make sure that y'all smash that like button. Light that fire button if you're watching on Odyssey. You guys seriously are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, God bless. 
And now for a huge shout out to all of my Patreon subscribe star and locals members, starting off with Patreon animation commentator, Brandon, let's go Brandon, Brian P, Christopher Bowman, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you father, Father Damian Cook, Fuzz Aldrin, Garrett Searles, Hannibal Grimm, Harold Francis, Hymir Ari Hymason, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Gomer Kyles 79, Laura, the Modern Major General's Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mondo Spieler, Mr. Peabody, On to June, Orange Chat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Allen, Stan Andrian, Teresa Martin, or Miss Martin Muses, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and... Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you very much for supporting me over on Patreon. Also to my subscribe star peeps, UAB Mad Dog, which is Mr. Mike Jackson, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stand For, John B, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss, Slash, the new number two, J. Rod, the Beer Guru, and ZK Man. And also a huge shout out to the newest members over on Subscribestar T.L. John, Trent Johnson, and Matt317. Thank you all very much for supporting me over on the Subscribestar platform. And to my three local supporters, we got Kara Tharp. UAB Mad Dog, which is once again Mike Jackson, super supporter over there, and Robert Barnes. Thank you very much for supporting me over on the Locals platform. And if you want your name shouted out at the end of every live stream and video, please think about signing up on either of those platforms. You can find a link in the description below that will lead you to all of those different pages. It is known as the Willow link, as it is W.LO link, and it will have all the links to that, to the Discord channel, to all different kinds of places, including places to support me as well. At the Citizen of Asgardian level, you get Citizen of Asgardian levels, how it's labeled on Patreon. Still need to fix that, but Citizen of Asgard level, you get a shout out at the end of every live stream and video. If you join at the Army of Asgard level, you also access to a giveaways channel, which is featured on the Discord that I have. I know, River, it is very exciting. It is so exciting. Where you get giveaways for things like 4K titles, steelbook titles, etc. Uh, again, I got some 4K uh, steelbooks of The Punisher, for instance. I've got 4Ks of tons of other movies, so I'm giving those away all the time. So if that sounds interesting to you, interesting to you join the Army of Asgard level. Also, at the Keep of the Bifrost level, you get all of that stuff. Plus, you get access to a once a month and maybe twice a month. We're trying to work on trying to add an extra podcast in there of me and John the Flick Pick Flickinger, where we talk about movies. And also, you get to ask your questions any questions that you want to ask you get to ask with that podcast and then you have the chosen of valhalla level which is you access to all of those and also a once a month podcast where you get to be featured with me on the main channel we all get to talk together about movies culture pop culture anything really that the chosen want to talk about or anything the chosen wants to promote is on the table so if you like that, if you like that, join at the Chosen of Valhalla level. Also, during your first month of support, you get a free T-shirt. Any T-shirt that you want from the main store, you get access to. And I do ship internationally anywhere in the world. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.